listening to The New Witches. I'm Maria. I'm Laura. We sometimes do intros. And today we decided to do one. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, so we're, we were talking and we're like, this is the last witchy episode of the year. Because if you haven't listened to our previous episode, we talked about us taking a break. So our last yeah. uh our last episode will be coming out December 15th. And from there, we have a break through January 11th. Yes. And yeah. then we'll be back. We'll have a lot. I've got, we'll preview at the end of this, but I've got, we've got some good episodes coming up. Yeah. For next year. I, you know, before we get into our episode for today, though, um, I, I, mm-hmm. I do want to talk about. We, we we mentioned obviously our break and then on Patreon, mm-hmm. um, I know we have some Patreon shoutouts actually. We've gotten a couple new yes. Patreon members since our last episode, so we need to shout them out. But also want to remind everyone and tease that we have our witches um yearly compass, annual compass. I'm still working on the title. <laughs> it's gonna be like either witches year compass or witches annual compass i don't know it's gonna be witches blank compass um it's gonna be basically be as i um have mentioned a kind of check-in a reflection of the past year um of your spiritual journey and then uh journaling what you hope for the year ahead so kind of a, a fun um i don't know new year's eve activity that you can do privately mm-hmm. or maybe with a coven and you guys can share. Um, but it's inspired by something that I do personally with um, some of my friends every year. And so I'm just kind of taking that rubric, that format, and spinning it into a kind of a witchy thing. But that will be released exclusively to Patreon members in a couple weeks. Yay. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm, go ahead. I don't really. Were you done? Oh, I was going to say <laughs> it, it's so wild that I'm working on this because and I was thinking I'm like, oh, I, I wish that I had saved. I mean, I've moved so many times in the last like three years, um, so I'm sure they're floating somewhere. But I wish I had them all organized together. All my past compasses, we'll call them like the, these journaling prompts, um, mm-hmm. as I think I've done it for three years now. This will be my fourth year. And just looking back and remembering like kind of who you were in that moment. And then as mm-hmm. I was thinking that, my mom comes back from work yesterday and she gives me this envelope. And I don't recognize it doesn't look like anything like business. It's not it's not it's not from my bank. It's not from work. It's not like about my benefits or anything. It looks like a personal letter. And it's the return address is from this woman that I don't know. So I'm very interested. And I open this envelope. And inside it, I totally forgot about this. My English teacher senior year of high school had us write a letter to our older selves that he said he would send in 10 years. I mean, I'm sure the pandemic threw threw a wrench in that or something um, because 
it's now been like 11 and a half years. <laughs> I'm assuming, you know, 2020 was my 10 year, um, like class high school class anniversary. And, you know, that was the last two years have been odd for us. So, but yeah, right. it, so I got to read this letter from 18 year old Maria discussing like exactly what she was doing in that moment that she was writing the letter, who she was with, um, what, who her favorite people were and what her hopes and dreams were for, well, for me for 10 years. And like, there was also this questionnaire that we had to fill out, like, what's your favorite band right now? What's your favorite, you know, um, (laughs) song or what's your favorite sound? Like all these different things to remember kind of what we were into back when we were seniors. I have to hear what they were. Okay. (laughs) My, my letter, I won't read all of it because it's long. And also some of the things are um, personal, but (laughs) The first paragraph is, Dear Older Maria, and this was written May 18th, 2010. I'm sitting in first period English class with Mr. Jowers, sitting next to Hazel Murray, Jennifer Pingree, Taylor Ambrose, and Skylar Beltran, and Melissa Hemphill behind me. Right now, I'm listening to my iPod. (laughs) The band Bullet for My Valentine is playing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then I kind of go on, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to attend Dominican University of California in the fall. And I talk about my boyfriend at the time, like what he's doing. And I'm like, I hope we stay together forever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it just goes on and on and on. And then it says, this is where I start getting into like what I hope for in, in 10 years for myself. My hopes for their future are to start a successful career in something creative, whether it be art or writing, and to start a family with the man that I love. I want a two or one story house. I mean, apparently three story houses were off the table for me then. (laughs) Just one or two. That's it. So humble. (laughs) With a large backyard, with a lawn, trees, garden, a pond, a nice patio, and excuse me, and chairs, um, and a hammock somewhere. I would like a nice kitchen in my house too. Um, And then I also okay. I also want to have a dog for the family. I want an Alaskan husky and maybe also get a chocolate a chocolate lab. Which is so wild because that's like the dog that me and Gavin are dreaming of getting right now is a chocolate lab. Yes. <laughs> um Aww. so that's like just, you know, snippets of the letter. And then my favorite movies, a little romance. That's a way throwback. That's like a nineteen seventy-three movie with Mm -hmm. diane lane and sir laurence olivier it doesn't get (laughs) enough credit it's a cute ass movie and it takes place in paris um so there's that flash dance gladiator penelope oh my god i love penelope Penelope, that i mean all of these are still my favorite movies and aladdin (laughs) that was my favorite (laughs) disney movie um yeah okay this is hilarious. So I was really, really into like youth group. I was like super Catholic. 
Mm-hmm. I, I still, and obviously I still consider myself a Christian, but I'm not so like gung-ho as I once right. was. And there's a part in the questionnaire that asks, what's the meaning of life? Oh. Oh, yeah. It's not <laughs> embarrassing because it's a nice sentiment. Right. But I think it just shows you like, it's just like a glimpse of where I was at on my spiritual journey at this point yeah. in my life. And I said, to emulate God's word and be the best human being I can be. <laughs> Because I'm a perfectionist. I want to be the best. (laughs) There's a ton. And I also go into like what I hope for for my career and stuff. And Mm -hmm. but yeah, it was just wild um, to read that letter. It was also very heart wrenching, too, because the personal parts of my letter, I describe um, my friends who are closest to me. Unfortunately, two of them have passed. Um. But it's just, it's, I don't know, that just, it was such an experience to receive that in the mail. And the reason why I didn't recognize the woman's name on the return address is because I think my teacher just used, like, his wife's return label. So it had his wife's name, but not his. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that was just, it's amazing what can happen in 10 years. And how much Truly. you can change. Yeah. And also oh, wild and that's some... such a cool idea. Yeah, and so how there are some things that are just so spot on too. Like right. I'm, I'm so happy for young I want to tell younger Maria, like we are doing creative, you know, we're doing graphic design and our career's going great and we're about to marry the man we love and, and buy a house and all of that. So Well I I love that. I love that you want to tell younger Maria that it kind of goes into a topic that we'll be discussing towards the beginning of next year. Oh, fun. Yeah. Cool. I think it's, that's kind of perfect. We didn't get to do anything like that. Not that I remember. I don't think I've sent any. Well, it, that time has passed. It's been about 16 and a half years for me. Mm-hmm. Nothing's coming. <laughs> I guess I didn't do it. I mean, hell, if you would have asked me two days ago if I did anything like that, I would have told you no. I did not remember writing this at all. Right. Yeah. Until it was in my hands. Honestly, I was kind of an idiot because I was just so intrigued at looking at the return address that I didn't realize that the envelope has my handwriting on it. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's I wrote my name and and home address on it. I was so what enthralled. Was... I'm like, who is this from that I didn't even <laughs> notice that it was from me, really? Now, what if you had moved? What if your parents weren't there? Did the teacher have a plan for that? Um, I don't know. Like, unless you have had, like, some sort of forwarding address. But usually that ends after, like, six right? months. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, and I was just telling my, my parents that, too. I'm like, man, good thing you guys are still living here. <laughs> and then I wonder, you know, the people who have moved away from their childhood homes and oh gosh, particularly my my high school, a lot of my classmates lost their childhood homes in the 2017 right. fires. Yeah. Um which is like another thing, some rebuilt, most moved away. Mm-hmm. Or not away, but at least to somewhere else, you know. Um Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I guess pretty lucky that that I we're still here and I was able to receive that. 
Yeah. Quite quite a, a treat from the universe. <laughs> Especially towards the end of the year. I think the timing of that yeah. was perfect. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really, really nice. Um, my mom was like, you have to save that forever. And if you don't save it, <laughs> give it to me and I will. <laughs> I think, I mean, I don't know what you guys are doing. Either as part of your ceremony or your rehearsal dinner, you should read parts of it. Ooh. At least to Gavin. At least to him. That would be I, I'm cute. sure he's already, like, heard about it, but... I think it would be really special for him to hear that, like, younger you basically dreamt of the life that you guys have and are entering into. Oh, yeah, that'd be really sweet. Yeah. Make him so awkward emotionally. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I was so surprised at is um, a while ago we were talking very casually just about the ceremony and... um, He's like, oh, yeah, no, he said something super sweet. And um, he's like, I'm, I'm going to have to make a mental note on that to include it in my vows. And I'm like, oh, you want to write your own vows? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I didn't see Gavin as someone who would be down for doing that. So yeah. I had already kind of decided, like, we'll just write out, like, work together on what we will say to each other rather than doing, like, those secret kind of surprise vows. Yeah. Um. So maybe I can, like, refer to the letter or something, like, in mine. Yeah. I don't know. But we actually, one thing that we're, um, we're kind of, what's the opposite of hijacking or carjack? Like, we're, um, oh, fuck, injecting? We're, like, Inter- secretly injecting some witchiness in the, into the ceremony. Interjecting? Like, interjecting? I don't know. I'm going to say injecting. I like it. We're e- <laughs> ejaculating into the... <laughs> um, no. Um, we're going to have like the uh, tying the knot thing. We're doing the hand fasting. Oh, hand fasting. Yay. And, and we found, like we want to say like personal things that we each write. But then mm-hmm. when we're doing the hand fasting, having like a script, like some scripted vows that we say too. Yes, that's what we did. We had our own vows, but there was something that he, because there's a few things that are, that kind of go with it, depending Mm -hmm. on where, you know, like if you're going, I don't, anyway. So he picked something that fit for both of us to say as he did it. Nice. Yeah. um, So we're going to do the hand fasting and I started researching different ways to incorporate hand fasting into a ceremony because it's going to be rather an eclectic ceremony um and the vows that went along with it were so beautiful that i'm taking them (laughs) i mean i'm gonna obviously like remix them to fit us but there's i just love them and they're also like i don't know it's i just really like them so Mm -hmm. yeah so that's happening i like it i'm all for it are you gonna uh, make your own cord I haven't decided if we should just like buy cords and do the thing where like there's the colors and they represent different things or if we're going to like make put the put it together somehow ourselves. I don't know. I would say I mean it can take mine did not look super pretty but I was okay with that. Um I think Brianna's mom made theirs 
and made mm -hmm. it look really pretty. But traditionally, you are supposed to do it together while putting your intentions for your marriage into mm -hmm. it. So I'm sure even if you like just get one already made, you could do something together to like yeah. add that. Because like some people will add charms that represent each of you Aww. at each end of it. We have that on ours. Cute. Yours was made out of like different fabrics right or like it was like a lot different of different like... ribbons yeah. yeah um which I was so picky I couldn't find exactly what I wanted and but I was I it was perfect for us it does meaning and I'm never gonna explain it <laughs> <laughs> and that's just fine <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting once we really dig into building the ceremony out and like that whole process because yeah. it's just Ceremonies, there's just so much like symbolism and especially if there's not, if you're not subscribing to a particular like religious ceremony, mm -hmm. you really have like the freedom to create it how you like. Um, right. And obviously like there's the hand fasting, which is fun and witchy, but also comes from, you know, Gavin's ancestors. So he, yeah. you know, his heritage is represented. And then we're going to be doing as well Las Arras, which is very like Latino. And it's basically like you present these like coins and you like put them in each other's hands and it's supposed to represent you sharing your wealth and you both working to provide for each other. Oh, I love that. Um, and that that's I mean, that's super, super latino and I, I think it comes from like what back in the day in spain i think they're the ones that did it and like the catholic ceremonies mm -hmm. um so we'll have that element as well mm -hmm. it used to be pff, that only the the guy gave the woman the coins obviously it would be like i'm gonna provide for you but modern times now couples do it to each other because Good. you know yes. feminism <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that yeah. Yay. All right, I'm done talking. I'm not going to say anything more. <laughs> I was trying. I was like, how did we get on that topic? I don't remember. Um, but anyway, we haven't even introduced this episode. I think you were yeah. sharing something before we did. Yeah. Um, I, we were just talking before we started that you know, this since this is our last witchy episode of the year, we wanted it to be something more fun and lighthearted versus getting into a lot of the topics that I was coming up with and starting um, notes for were a little bit heavier. And I didn't want to end on a heavy note before the break. <laughs> so um, what I thought would be kind of fun was to give all of our listeners a little taste of what we offer our Patreon members which is our, our monthly cauldron side chats where we find a fun topic and we chat mm -hmm. and we have fun and we have a good time. And um, I just, you know, I thought this would be fun for everybody, but also we want to share a little bit to maybe, you know, if y'all want more, you can subscribe for as little as $5 a month. <laughs> That is shameless the most I'll ever <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and we need to make sure we shout out our newest Patreon members too. 
before we really yes, dig into we, the episode. We actually have one. I thought we had more than that. Oh, I thought we had like a our couple. last recording. Okay. Um. No, I, th- I think we were otherwise caught up, but we have okay. Emily Ann as our newest Patreon member. Thank you so much, Emily Ann. Yes, thank you and welcome. And you rock. You rock hard. <laughs> um, cool. So thank you, Emily Ann. And you can find us on Patreon.com if you'd like to become a patron yourselves and enjoy all of the exclusive benefits they get. You can go to Patreon.com slash The New Witches. We be there. We, we be. We do. We be and we do. And we be do. <laughs> Doobie Babu. <laughs> ah, so yes, this episode is just a taste of uh, what you get more of. <laughs> we did like a our very first Cauldron Side chat was a for everyone. It yeah, it was like a public yeah. um episode for lack of a better like term. Um, and mm-hmm. we really liked the format and we got good feedback about it. And it's really just like a an organic conversation versus our other episodes where we follow more of like a an outline and yeah. actual like written out notes. Um, we just kind of have like a prompt and then we just chat, hence cauldron side chats. Um, but yeah, we got such great feedback and we thought it would be a really fun element to add to the Patreon members' perks. Yeah. So we want to kind of open it up to you all to enjoy kind of the format that is our cauldron side chats. Um, and I'm excited. Yeah. And I, I'm sure you're very excited because I did not provide any sort of structure for this episode. Yeah. Cause so I'm usually like surprise. before episodes, I'm usually like, okay, Laura, like where are the notes? Or she usually actually has them linked <laughs> on the Trello card. Um, on mm-hmm. our project management system <laughs> that we have, because we both love organization. Um, and I'm like, all right, so, like, where are the notes? Like, do you have... And, sh- and she, like, described kind of, like, the concept of this episode. And I'm like, cool, do you have, you know, a list of prompts? And to my surprise, she said no. <laughs> <laughs> so we're off-roading. <laughs> It is the theme of what I hope to take into next year, which is I want to embrace my Gemini moon. I want to embrace a little more chaos. All right. Let's fucking do it. Balance out my Virgo. Okay. So topic (laughs) number one. Here we go. First. Okay. Who's like one of your favorite fictional characters? (gasps) Fuck. Um. favorite okay it doesn't be like the number one (laughs) just somebody i'm trying to think like from a book or like tv also count any any kind of um okay um you go first (laughs) i have to think about (laughs) (laughs) um okay what have i i so okay lately i've been watching um i was really into modern family Oh, yeah. um, which I, I still super am, but I just was reminded of bones because of our last cauldron site chat that I don't think is, has come out yet, but we recorded it. Um, I was working on that a little bit more, 
And I was like, oh my God, I want to watch Bones. So my character that I pick is Temperance Brennan. Or the main mm. character, Bones. Are you looking at characters? Well, okay, I'm thinking of a book, and I forgot what the character's name is. Ah, okay. And okay. so I'm, like, like looking up, like, what is that character's name that I'm thinking of so I can say it? But, yeah, <laughs> I am looking okay. up characters. <laughs> <laughs> but I had one in mind. I was just, you know, trying to think of it. Okay. Did you find it? Oh, my God, they've made it into a play? Oh, I have to go see it. Okay, yes, I did. Um, so my favorite book in the world is actually it was um I remember buying this book. I was at Copperfields with um Darren. And it was in that period of time where we were like hanging out a ton because he had this, you know forbidden love for marie but they couldn't be together and so the next best thing he could have was hang out with her best friend and no but we were like really connecting and stuff and we always like connect a lot with like cinema and like our our love for like literature and we were going through like the novels and he's like oh i've heard this this book is what, what was it i think i actually told him like i'm gonna buy a novel like tell you you decide what i'm gonna buy and i'll read it mm-hmm. And then he handed me Neil Gaiman's The Ocean at the End of the Lane. Oh, I haven't read that. I've heard it's good. It's so fucking good. I am a huge fan of Neil Gaiman. This is by far my favorite of his books. Uh, Good Omens was pretty good, but he did like co-write mm-hmm. that with Terry, whatever his name is. Um, I'm blanking, but... Ocean at the End of the Lane is about, like, the perspective of this young boy in the UK. Mm-hmm. And he has this neighbor, like, who lives at the end of the lane. And there's something very kind of mysterious. And, well, basically, my favorite character is that neighbor, Letty Hempstock. Okay. And um, I think the reason why... I love her so much is because she is kind of um a a, a nondescript supernatural being. I maybe this is okay. like my Scorpio. Oh, I like this. Yeah. I I'm already cuz I know where I know where we're going with this. So I like this so far. <laughs> well, this is like my I think my Scorpio rising like it's really like loving this because she's super mysterious. And the way that Gaiman writes the book, you never know what kind of being she is. But mm-hmm. it's her. She lives with her mom and her grandma. And mm-hmm. this, I mean, this, this book, I'll just say, like, the beauty of this book, the way that it's written is poetic prose. I don't know any other way to say it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some sense, the way that some things are written are so beautifully done that it has brought me to tears. So Neil Gaiman, if you're listening, I'd love to, you know, meet you someday and give you a big hug because <laughs> this this book is a work of art, in my opinion. I've read it probably like 10 times, um, which is amazing that I like forgot the characters' names. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, the the protagonist is not Letty Hempstock. Um, he goes through his own like hero's journey 
And it's this beautiful, like, the theme of the book is very much about um, the wonder that you have during childhood, where everything mm-hmm. feels f- very magical. But at the same time, he is, um, he encounters adulthood in very abrasive, frightening ways. That mm-hmm. when you're an adult, that's just the adult world, but you do like kind of time travel back to when you were young, encountering those things yourselves and feeling that frightfulness mm-hmm. and kind of this, um, it's like this battle of, you know, does he stay a boy or does he grow up? Mm-hmm. And obviously eventually he has to grow up. Um, right. but Letty, who becomes his, like his best friend is kind of like his support through this journey and she's even though she is presenting herself as a child as well she is not a child and she is incredibly wise and she is also the way that she loves the narrator it's actually the protagonist never is given a name everything is in the first mm-hmm. person from his point of view so he's just referred to as the narrator actually when you look up like his character name. We mm-hmm. never know what his name is. Um and the so she the way that she loves this boy is so devotional and also sacrificial. Mm-hmm. Like she sacrifices a part of herself in order to save her friend's innocence. Cuz she's mm-hmm. seen a lot more than him. Um, but if you love like supernatural and you love kind of a, almost a Bildungsroman, but it's not like he's actually coming of age because he is quite like still a young boy, but it's like that when, when children encounter the adult world and, um, it's just cool. The, the, just the, this world that Neil Gaiman has kind of built. Mm -hmm. And, um, what's lovely is actually what I forgot. The book starts with him visiting his childhood home because he's back in town for some sort of funeral. And then he mm-hmm. actually walks down to the the house at the end of the lane and he starts remembering all this from his childhood. And it's this thing like where whenever he's far away from home, he forgets. And whenever he comes back, he starts remembering again. Mm-hmm. So it's like the book is actually like him narrating his memories of what happened during this time in his childhood. Anyways. Oh, interesting. It's so good. Um, but yeah, Letty is like a badass because she's like super, super sweet. She has like this cool family. She was raised just, you know, with a bunch of strong female role models with her mom and her grandma. And she has like just seen so much, but just the way that she cares for people. I just, I love it. Okay. All right. Perfect. So. This is going to be a little bit harder. I should have, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) What I was going to say is take this character and explain, like, put them in today's world and they're a witch. How would they be a witch? How would they present themselves as a witch? What would their practice look like? Mm. What would their Instagram look like or their... You know, would they be into Instagram? Would they like what would okay, they look okay, like okay. as a I witch? Like this. Okay, well, first of all, because I know our listeners love labels, um, the aesthetic and like the kind of witchcraft that I can see Letty um practicing 
is um like cottage witchcraft and kitchen witchcraft. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so often there are times in like the book where she, I think she's like making some sort of pancakes or something. And when the narrator eats the pancakes, like he feels like suddenly, like he feels super warm and super good. Aww. And so I think uh-huh. she actually like the character is doing like kitchen magic. Um, and if like, you know, she had, if she like was grown up and I'm thinking like if she did in- I don't think she would do Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's lived. She's beyond her years. Let me let me just say that much um, where I think she wouldn't put so much importance to that. Mm-hmm. But um, I can definitely like see her practice being very much about the home, her doing a lot of protective magic. Um, she's very like protective of her loved ones and she, I, I don't know why, but I just see her doing a lot of like collages. Like, I don't know. Aww. She's just very crafty and I don't want to yeah. say that she's just an artist, but like, I, I can see her taking like mixed media and making something out of it. Mm-hmm. Is she like solitary in what she does? Yeah, like she, you know, really, it's just her, her mom and her grandma. And really, she kind of only connects with this one boy. It's not like she has like a huge group of friends or anything. Mm -hmm. So the family itself, the way they are, it's pretty solitary. And Mm -hmm. but they're still so warm and kind and welcoming. And Mm -hmm. but they're very much based at home. Like that's their home base. They don't go out into the world so much. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else, but that's all I can think of for now. Okay. And then what would her sun sign be? Um, hmm. I, I feel like just trying to think i just feel like she's a pisces mm-hmm. like she's definitely like a water sign but she isn't a cancer because i feel like obviously like we just talked about this in another episode yeah. but cancers <laughs> have this um reputation of being like very very sensitive she isn't sensitive like she's very emotionally in tune mm-hmm. but i can see her being like a Pisces sun, a Capricorn moon. And I think I can see her also being like, like me, a Scorpio rising. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the combo that I see for her. Okay. All right. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It makes me want to know her. Yeah. She's cool. Letty's really cool. <laughs> you know what's so funny is that um, when I was reading Stardust, which is also by Neil Gaiman, mm-hmm. there was another character with also the la- last name Hempstock. And I believe oh. I connected two and two, and that character is her mom. Aww. So, like, Neil Gaiman, like, has created, like, this supernatural universe where in a totally different right. novel that doesn't touch on... The plot that happens in Ocean at the End of the Lane. Right. You see her mom there, which is really cool. I love when authors do that. 
Stephen yeah. King has that. And so tiny. It's such a, like, unless you read both books, you wouldn't have, like, you wouldn't have caught that. Like, I right. didn't catch that reading Stardust and then reading Ocean at the End of the Lane. It was when I first read Ocean at the End of the Lane and then reread Stardust where I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh. Well, the character I picked, I don't know if anyone knows her. Temperance is a scientist. She's an author. Mm-hmm. She, um, sh- she's a lead character of her own show. Fuck um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, I've always loved her. She's, she's, I'm going to start with what I would assign her. I call her my Virgo rising. Okay. She speaks to that. Um, I think her character could potentially be Virgo. There's definitely, it's definitely there. Mm -hmm. Um, Because she's so meticulous and she, it's not that she wants to be the best at her job. She just is because she's learned everything she can about everything. She is the top of her field just by default because Mm -hmm. nobody knows more than her. Um, and she takes pride in that. She's not too cocky about it. She's, she's humble, but not because there are definitely times where you can tell she's like, yeah, I'm the top of my field. Like (laughs) you're, you're just not better than me because it's just fact. It's just fact. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but she also deeply cares. Like she won't oftentimes admit to herself how much she cares Mm. about certain things and that's like part of the flow of her character development which I I always loved uh, because you see her eventually marry and become a parent and um, it comes out of her more and more how much she cares and that I think is the Virgo part that I feel it's Virgos tend to push down their feelings and um, when we can embrace them it does feel good but we have to remind ourselves it feels good and it's a good thing yeah Um, I like that I like, I picked her for this because she is so science-minded that it would almost be hard to imagine her embracing, like, witchcraft. Right. I think she would, She's she was the kind of character that makes fun of it, but it almost makes me think that she would be the witch that doesn't call herself a witch and tries to explain away what she does, but is a witch. I don't know what title that would be, but like, I think there are so many people that are kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she, she's not the kind of person who who would be like putting intentions into things that she would be do that she would do. I I almost feel like, I know like there's not like a learning witch, but I feel like that's what she would do. She'd throw herself into learning things, Mm. books. She'd have all the books on witchcraft where she would learn all the ins and outs. Like a scholarly witch. Yeah. that Absolutely. Um, If you had any question about anything to do with witchcraft, she would have the answer. If she didn't know the answer, she would just buy another book and learn about it. To just kind of gain that knowledge. She may not do sigils, but she'll know all about them. And she can help you do them. Or like teach you like how to to create it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I could see her writing witchcraft books, um, both like informational, but also how to, Mm -hmm. um, cause she, she's an anthropologist, a forensic anthropologist, but uh, she's also an author that uses anthropology in, in her crime novels. 
So she doesn't seem like the kind of person who would write fictional novels, but she absolutely does. And they're like bestsellers. So I could see her doing that with witchcraft as well. Is she would be like a top witchcraft author and people would really talk about her Mm -hmm. because there would be no holes in her, her, what she presents. Like, I think there's a lot of, of witchcraft authors out there that, um, I mean, you go on TikTok and you ask for book recommendations and it's mostly like, don't buy this one. Don't buy that one because this person's problematic or that person, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And I could see her not being super into Instagram or TikTok or anything. I think she'd have someone do it for her. Mm-hmm. And it would look really nice, but it wouldn't be her. And that's my character. I like that. I have to watch Bones. Never watched it. I love it. It's there's something about her and then Booth, the two main characters that I've always loved their dynamic. And of course, you know, you want to see something in yourself when you're watching a character you really like. But I truly do. And um, even her dynamic with him sometimes reminds me of me and Graham. Not that one one is more like me and one's more like him, but like the mix of each of them kind of fits us. And I really, I don't know. I like that. Um, but it's a good show. It's got dead bodies in it. Yeah. But the, it's not real. So I don't feel super bad about watching it. <laughs> good, good. Okay. Yeah. Fake dead really? bodies. Gotcha. They're fake. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are my character. That's my character. But, okay, how about pick another one, but pick, like, a super well-known character. Mm. Oh. Um, yikes. I hate being put on the spot like this, Laura. What do you watch, like, all the time? Down, well, right now, it's Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah. I always watch that around Christmas time. Um, I'm currently in season four. And I think my favorite character has to be... Um, this is kind of maybe unexpected for people who watch Downton Abbey. Because mm-hmm. she's kind of like, people don't give her much thought. Or enough credit. Um, uh-huh. But I love Daisy, who is the kitchen maid in Downton Abbey. Oh! Like, just her character arc is amazing. Like, when you see her from, like, the very first episode to just, like, how much she grows. Like, she is just, like, this, at first, like, um, a very insecure, naive, you know, kind of... Not vapid, um, but just kind of like always like running around and very like overwhelmed. <laughs> this like li- and she's like a li- she's Spastic. she's very girlish, you know. She's very like um, immature, and mm-hmm. she, I mean, she like kind of just blossoms through the show, and I love how she just takes it upon herself to 
educate herself. She has like her found family. Um, her she she becomes obviously more mature. She also demands more out of her career. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and like I just I don't know. I so I I love Daisy. Um and she's also like really funny. <laughs> How like she's I don't know, she's kind of I won't I won't say she's the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I love I love Daisy. Um, Would she be a TikToker, a TikToker witch? I feel like she would, because she. The thing is that as as mature as as um, she gets, she still often looks to other people. So I would feel like she would want to see kind of what other witches are doing on online, like whether that's through mm-hmm. Instagram or or TikTok. Um, Oh man, another kitchen witch probably. I mean, she was like a kitchen <laughs> maid, so she would probably be right. a kitchen witch. Um, yes, there's something about the home apparently for me that I love. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, her zodiac signs that would be interesting um, to think of. Because again, I'm not the. I'm honestly, I'm not the best with zodiacs signs mm-hmm. and like. Especially when you add the complexity of all the different like placements, um, mm-hmm. but let me think. Uh, I'm gonna. I just. I don't know. I'm curious actually to see just what the internet <laughs> yeah. says. Daisy Downton Abbey zodiacs. <laughs> um. Let's see what it says. So Daisy Mason is mm-hmm. her full. I mean, she's not in the beginning, but she she marries and she becomes Daisy Mason. Oh yeah, I can see that Sagittarius. Okay, I can actually i I can actually see that because she um she's feisty. Aries Aries rising maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of her her moon. Um. Yeah, lots of fire with her, but she also has some, she must have some, like, water, I think, because she is very sensitive. I wonder if she's like me, where she's like a Cancer moon, because she Mm -hmm. feels everything super, super deeply. It's really hard for her not to take anything personally. Okay. Um, And you see kind of like how she, how sensitive she is in the beginning and she, and as she matures she's still very very sensitive but she kind of starts getting like a handle on it more or less but right. that fire in her like i remember there was this part it's not a big spoiler but where she's with her father-in-law and he's getting like kicked off the land from like the the landlord um after he's been farming it for you know decades and she feels it's really unfair and she is so like enraged that Mm -hmm. without thinking of the consequences (laughs) she gets very fiery and she gives that landlord a piece of her mind Ah, like she is she stands up for the people that that she loves she's always been outspoken like even though she is naive you don't see her like shutting her mouth if anything like 
Mrs. Patmore, who is her like stand in mother, tries to <laughs> like be like, okay, Daisy, calm down. <laughs> She's very like hard on her sleeve. Yeah. Okay. No, I like that. I like her chart. Sagittarius, mm-hmm. Sun. We'll just call it Cancer Moon. I think Does that so. Makes sense. Yeah. I think um, so. And then Aries Rising. I just picked Aries Rising. I don't know, but it sounds like there's some impulsivity. Yeah, nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when you said that, I'm like, yeah, there's definitely Aries there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I for love sure. that. She's got okay. a lot of fire with a little water. <laughs> it's a little to put it out, not much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to pick a second character that I know you're, you are quite familiar with. And cause I also just added him to my moon board. Um, I'm going with Winston from new girl. Oh, oh! <laughs> why not? <laughs> oh man. I fucking love Winston. He is. Um, again, I'm going to go right with the, the Zodiac. He's an Aquarius to me. He's a weirdo. He's, he's weird. He's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. But he's so happy about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't make him feel bad about it. And I feel yeah. like, to me, that's what Aquarius... Air signs, to me, are just the funniest people. It just kind of comes naturally, I feel like. And Aquarius being that, like, last air sign, mm-hmm. they're, they're there. They're, it's gone. They're funny. It's just they're in their own world with whatever humor they happen to have. And that is Winston. A hundred percent. And I think that I just I love that about him, that he's so content with it. He can be so over the top. But it's not over the top. And I love that, like all or nothing, his pranks. Mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> oh, no, no in between. Can't gauge at all what's too much and what's too little. The feather in Cece's mom's shoe. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And then dropping a fucking was it a badger? It wasn't a badger. Yeah, it was a badger. In was Cece's it a badger? Wedding? And- yeah, that was a fucking badger. Yes. <laughs> I I I love that. Um. Okay, the part where I uh, he's like trying to um, conspire with Nick against Schmidt. And Schmidt or um, Nick starts saying how he's shaving uh, just one, like the left heel or the right heel, one of the shoes, mm-hmm. shaving down the heel of one of Schmidt's shoes <laughs> so that he starts having hip problems. <laughs> and then Winston goes, Ooh, what if we take those shavings? And then we just put him on next to his car. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like that's too little next was. How is he gonna know that those shavings are from his shoes? Will he even see the shavings? And then, like, there's like an escalates. He's like, oh, and then we take a ski and we just hit him on the head with it. <laughs> and then it's like too much. Too much. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my yes. So he's an Aquarius and I'm gonna go out on a not going out on a limb. I think he's a Gemini rising. 
because I think okay. he's versatile and I think mm-hmm. he he can fit in with anyone. He can find a way to bond and and Gemini's they're so good at that was um what's the word I'm looking for? Um I'm not gonna find the word. Like a chameleon? But like kind of, yeah, where you can like you can find common ground with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah. like while still staying true to who he is, I think he's yeah. definitely a Gemini Gem- Gemini. A Gemini he's rising. A Gemini. <laughs> I gotta think about his moon. Um but I'll get into it. I so as a witch, I think he is he's on TikTok, he's on Instagram, he's, he's staying an influencer. into the trends. He's an influencer. He is. But he's also one of the ones that sometimes people talk about because they're like, I don't know that he's super knowledgeable about his witchcraft. I think Mm -hmm. he knows what he likes and he dabbles in it. But I think he truly makes things kind of his own. And he doesn't, I don't, I don't think he does anything problematic, but I think he, he pisses off some, some mainly tiktokers i can see that and so there's like drama but he's like oblivious to it and he's like no like yeah. this is just my thing um because when he's got lots himself, of fans and he throws himself into anything that he does yeah so if he's like into witchcraft he will throw himself into it maybe not do as much research as he needs to do beforehand or yes. something but he'll just yep, be like i'm just exactly. gonna do it i'm just gonna try it He's gonna be the one who gets on the Moldavite craze and then makes a video of him sobbing in the closet because of it. <laughs> Moldavite, that'd be dirty. <laughs> That's Winston as a witch. I can see. Um, that. Yes, eclectic. I don't think there's gonna be any other title that fits him. Other oh yeah, than no, that. he's not going to fall into one category. There's no, no. you can't put Winston in a corner. <laughs> no. No one puts Winston in the corner. <laughs> oh, and I, I just don't know what his his moon. I don't know. I, I don't. Is he just all air signs? Maybe I don't think he's Libra. Should, should we look up what the internet says? I'm just so intrigued. Winston, new girl, zodiac signs. Oh, shit. No, I just pulled up the one for Winston Churchill. (laughs) What is Winston Churchill? (laughs) That was actually going to be my second suggestion for a topic is like, think of a celebrity and what you think their signs are. And then let's see what they actually are. And if we. Oh, my God. Good job. The Internet says Gemini Sun for Winston. So you're close. Gemini Rising. Okay. Yeah. A lot of sides and layers to Winston. I feel the Aquarius somehow because um, he's just so weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can I can see that <laughs> whether it, maybe it's like flipped if he's a Gemini sun and Aquarius rising or something like that. But yeah, for his moon. I mean, like he's passionate and he's sensitive. He is sensitive. Maybe he's a Pisces moon. Because he's really creative. He's very crafty. He is. And he, there is, I think, an intuitiveness to him, too. I think it's, but it's one of those things, like, as you get to know him, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, someone on Reddit gave him Libra Rising. I do not see Libra Rising. Honestly, no offense to I mean, he's Libras. very fair. Eh, I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm a Libra Mercury. I, I know how that comes out in me. Um, no offense to any Libras out there, but I forget your sign the most. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I forget you guys exist. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I really like Libras. Um, I mean, I I, I think I'm more, a little more familiar with because it's part of my chart with Mercury. Sure. They're very fair. They are, they get the the bad rep of being indecisive, but it's just because they really weigh everything out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they also have the side of, they like romance. They like sex. They like, um, that's why I was thinking, Joey, they like being in relationships too i mean look that whole like (laughs) sex closet setup he had for when him and (laughs) Allie were long distance i mean man that is true he kept it spicy and they were both very sexual just in general i loved that about them they're like we're just such sexual creatures (laughs) which is funny i'm looking that up i found something else elsewhere that gave see if this reddit person gave Allie a Virgo son, but someone else gave her Capricorn son. And I was like, that's interesting. I could see that. I loved Allie. I was so I loved when she joined. Yeah, she added a really great dynamic to that show. I fucking love yeah. that show. I was almost going to actually pick Nick as one of my favorite <laughs> characters. Um, but I wanted to I feel I don't know, he does have an arc. But his is like one of the most static arcs, though, in that show, mm-hmm. unfortunately, where it's like he doesn't really do anything with himself until like the last two seasons. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to kind of pick people that had like a lot of growth. Yeah. But I do fucking love Nick. He's great. He he's he's steady. He's dependable. He's a Taurus. Oh, yeah. And I love that about him. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Why does this keep popping up? Moving go. on. What's the next topic? Or do or do we just keep doing this with fictional characters? No, let's move on. Okay. Um... Well, though I was going to suggest as another one of of the like looking up celebrities and what their charts are, and if it makes sense, or if you can guess it before we look it up. Oh, I wouldn't be good at guessing, but I'm interested. I, I when it comes to fictional characters, I feel more confident. Real people, oh, it always surprises me. I was actually I watched the um the Beatles get back documentary and I it was so good it's really long but I the whole time I was trying to guess what their signs are because they actually they their birth times are known and everything so you can see their like accurate chart um and I was really surprised I had some placements right and others were such a surprise 
Ooh, this is cool. I found a site where you can input, like, I'm just going to put my chart. So Capricorn mm-hmm. Sun, Cancer Moon. Oh, to and, find celebrities with the same score, as yours? Uh-huh. And click go. What's the site? Um, astro-charts.com. I don't know any of these fucking people. Oh, that's the site where you can look up um, celebrities. And they, yeah, they do like, their best to give you their chart. But, like, I don't know who any of these people who with my chart. None? I don't know any of these people. <laughs> Vanessa Paradis? Paradis? Oh. Oh, uh, okay. Here's one I know. Jimmy Page. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. I like that's okay. I really like that one. I don't know any of the other ones, though. I know that name, the one that you mentioned. Vanessa Paradis? Yeah. Why am I not blank? I'm blanking on. What happens if I click on them? Do they, does it open up their own chart? Is that, that is, that's um Johnny Depp's baby mama, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's who it is. That is so cool. I have the same big three as Jimmy Page. I'm going to brag that to my dad now. <laughs> um, and then Who else? So, there was no one else? I feel like this is... Oh! Nine... Okay, slowly it's all coming to me. This next person, they were... If you watched um, that... Na- not NASCAR. Holy crap. Formula One documentary yeah. that everyone was watching. The Mercedes driver, Lewis Hamilton. Oh. He also has my same big three. Okay. And then there's Bronca Katich and Liliana Cavani. I don't know who those two people are. I only have one. And I don't know who it is. Oh, interesting. What's her name? He's old. Rosano Brazzi. (laughs) Don't hurt yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was born in 1916 he was an italian actor Ooh. oh though we have our big three in common but also uh his mercury was in libra cool like me nothing i don't know who he is so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, let me look up lewis hamilton um because i know him yep Formula One driver from England, currently racing for Mercedes AMG team. Unless Gavin had made me watch that show, I would not know who he is. Although he didn't have to make me for long. Like after episode one, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like everyone started. (laughs) It was, it just, it swept the nation. Now we all want to go to Formula (laughs) One uh, spot uh, events. Okay. Well, I grew up with a dad obsessed with Formula One, so. I was very familiar with the sport and it names. Um, yeah, wow. You can just see their whole chart. That's so cool. Yeah, there's some cool things here. I tried, like, taking out my moon or my rising to see who else comes up. A lot more come up mm-hmm. when I do that. Yeah. I'm um, unique. 
You are unique. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to click into the celebrity. And I'm going to see if you can guess. Okay. Their chart. But it's kind of like taking its time loading on me. Um. Okay. Kurt Cobain. Oh, rest may his soul rest in peace. Um, yeah, Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Ooh, he's got to be a Pisces. <gasps> Laura, yes, his son is Pisces. Really? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. All right, now his moon. Cancer. Okay, are you looking it up? What is this? <laughs> No. No, is that yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is... What? I, I don't know. I did do a report on him in high school. Oh, so, so you like... I don't know. know you, you know him. Um. Okay, how about Ryan? I know him. Now. I don't know. I mean, he was... I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> I really don't want to be wrong. Um, I don't know. Because he he was so... Do you want me to like, tell I, you? I guessed Pisces. I no, no, no. I'm going to get it. I feel like I need to work. I need to work this out. I, I, I said Pisces because I knew there was... I was Well, one, I was pretty sure he was born like earlier in the year, which that would have made sense. Um, at his core, he was very connected with his emotions, but in that kind of Piscean way where it's not like he's going to cry about it. He's mm -hmm. going to write a song about it. Um, and then with the Cancer Moon, obviously, that kind of helps. Um, and he's got to have like a water mercury well. He's just a so in his emotions. His, his mercury is also out, Pisces. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. All right. Super watery. But I think his rising has to be something that's not a water sign. It's, I can tell you it's not water. It's not fire. And I don't think it's air. So it's got to be an earth sign. Mm -hmm. Something about who he was as a musician reminds me of um, Freddie Mercury, who is such a... If he's going to do it, he's going to do it perfectly. And he, to me, he's the perfect embodiment of Virgo. I'm going to say his rising is Virgo. You're correct. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to, like, call myself a professional, but. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't let it get to your head. <laughs> no, give me a second one and I'll get it totally wrong. <laughs> That was pretty damn good. Yeah, Kurt Cobain. Such a such a Pisces, watery guy. Pisces, Cancer, Virgo. Um, Mercury, Pisces. Venus, Pisces. Wow. Mar Mars, Scorpio. Wow. Jupiter and Cancer. Saturn and Pisces. Dude, watery. Uranus, yeah, Uranus, Virgo. Neptune, Scorpio. Pluto, Virgo. North Node, Taurus. Chiron Pisces. Uh-huh. And I don't know what MC is, but it's Gemini. That's your like Midhaven. 
Oh, right. Okay. I never understand that one, but it's Gemini. Whatever that means <laughs> for him. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I want to pick one for you. I'm going to I want to pick I'm going to do horribly. <laughs> I'm going to do Let's so see. I want to go through. Because I also want to make sure I know it's like one that you probably know. And there's so many names on here that I'm like. Who is that? <laughs> um, I'm also not going too deep in here. Okay. This is an interesting one. Meryl Streep. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. And I feel like she could be hard because she's such an. I she's mean, such a good actress that plays she, so many roles so well. <laughs> I th- I feel like if there's something in that of like what like her being just so good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! Again, this is like I'm not good at being like you must be a blah 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 blah. Right. I'm I I'm not I God okay, um I'm going to embarrass myself. But no, I feel like she's an air sign. Her son is air or earth. I don't feel like she's fire mm. or water for her son, but I think her sun sign is surprising. Really? Yeah. I was kind of surprised to see it. What is she like a Leo? No. No. But that is elsewhere in her chart. In a mm-hmm. in a place that makes sense. Well if it's is she a scor is she a Scorpio? No. No. Cause I have no I- that's the thing. I have no idea when Meryl Streep was born in the year. <laughs> yeah. So... I will say you're not far off with Scorpio. Was Sagittarius then? Not. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you're close in chronologically a close. <laughs> Aries? Is she an Aries? I don't no. know. I don't fucking know, man. This is. You want me she... to tell you her son? Yeah, just tell me. Okay, she's a Cancer son. Oh, okay, so. That's what I so meant is, by so close is, Jesus water. So I was mm-hmm. I was right in her having either water or earth as her son. I'll take that as a very lowercase W. Um mm-hmm. for the win. Uh yeah. okay. Is she now her moon? Fuck. Um Again, Moon I feel has to be hard. I feel like this is probably oh, the side yeah. of her no one knows. Right? Like, and, but then, like, does she channel it in her acting? Like, who fucking knows? Right. right? Um, I would say her, her acting, we would probably see more in her rising and her Mercury. Cool. That doesn't help me. Uh, <laughs> I'm so bad at this, you guys. Um, maybe her moon is. A, uh, I don't know. Is this a surprising one again? 
too? It surprised or? me. But I think that's just because I, I feel like I wouldn't know this about her. I don't really watch, like, interviews. Well, she's very, like, put together, but she's also very casual and, like, genuine. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's not, like, uppity or anything. Um, she's also fairly private about her. Oh, yeah. Like, when she's not acting, like, I don't know, where is she? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. She kind of, she's kind of, she'd be like that. Um, so, I don't know. Is she, like, for some reason, I get, like, earth and water from her, but there must be air present as well, because she, the way that she, like, approaches her acting, I feel like, is in a very kind of, She's like, I feel like she's just really intellectual. So I feel like there's like an air mm-hmm. element in her. There um, is somewhere. Yes. So. Think about her. Her acting. <laughs> it's just exactly what you think that she probably has. It. <laughs> That's a bad hint. Fuck it. Just tell me, Laura. <laughs> Okay, you were forever. really you were on the right track with with the moon with the air sign. Okay. Is is she an Aquarius? I'm so sorry. <laughs> God fucking damn it! Is she a Taurus? What is? Yes. She is. She's a Taurus moon. Yes, Taurus moon. Okay. All right, and then so her rising is air. Her rising is not air. Her Mercury oh. is air. Okay. Which is why I think the the rising and the, the Mercury makes sense to me as an actor. I think it's a very good combination for an actor. So if you mm-hmm. think about like how she presents herself and then how things flow out of her. Is she like a Gemini rising? Not Gemini rising. Oh, wait, because that's air. Um, you said that was an air. Uh, so she's a Gemini Mercury. Yeah. Okay. Which makes total sense after you know it. I don't know. Tell me what the rising is. <laughs> I just think she's an actress. She's everywhere. She's in everything. She always looks amazing. Is she Leo? Yeah. Ah, uh, Leo. Yeah. Amazing. She okay. was a hard chart. That was a hard one. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I've had like her memoir sitting on my shelf for years unread. (laughs) Now I'm kicking myself for not dusting dusting it off the shelf there. She is to me like I, I would I didn't I wouldn't have guessed any of it. I think I may have guessed a Leo somewhere just because of the kind of actress she is. But um, that was surprising i'm like surprised at the taurus moon like her sun and moon yeah i i kind of was leaning towards a taurus moon but i'm like i just feel like that isn't it though but it might be right so i just figured she had to have earth in her somewhere yeah yeah oh boy There's a lot of celebrities listed in here. Yeah, we can go on for hours. 
Let's move on to the next uh, topic. If I can remember. (laughs) No notes, Laura. This is so interesting to see. No notes, Laura, at the end of a long work day in the middle of a long work week. Oh, man. And I, I will tell you, I will be on the phone sometimes with people trying to, in my mind, guess their, their signs because I'm like, you're an idiot. What sign are you? <laughs> Let me think. Which signs are the idiots? <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like next year we need to have an episode dedicated to all the best qualities of the Zodiac signs because I think too many of them get a bad rep too many of them we always will associate like negative connotations because of either someone we knew or just like what's out there like what's bad about them but there's so many good things about so many of the signs that we could shine a little sun on them yeah don't be a signist signist <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's funny because I, I i obviously like when you talk about zodiac signs and you know you're you see the memes and stuff and there's certain ones that just like have such a bad rep yeah totally i i don't know i think too just having some signs that people talk shit about i'm always mm. kind of i think sensitive to it but um yeah if Gavin was into witchcraft, what do you think that would look like? <laughs> uh, no. You just wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that. man. If he was into witchcraft Ugh, that is a tough one because i don't know i feel like he would just use his magic to like prank people he would be the weasley brothers yeah he, he was literally, like yeah a fictional witch mm-hmm. <laughs> that's who he would be and he would like make an enterprise on magical objects that are for practical jokes <laughs> that's what he would do um i could see that yeah like he would like i know that he wouldn't take himself too seriously he would have a Mm -hmm. lot of fun with it um and he would do it for like the benefit of entertaining himself or someone else Mm -hmm. you know so, I mean, yeah. I, I can't say, like, what kind of witchcraft he would be into, but that would be, like, his intentions. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. He's just, he's a troll. My man is a troll. <laughs> he's the trolliest of them all. <laughs> I love it. I don't know how... Uh... And Graham? Graham. <laughs> Gotta Graham. flip it on you. I don't know. He would he 
<laughs> he'd be bad. He'd be really bad. Um, I think he'd be he'd be Mr. Hex. Like he would have to be the like um okay, this is I feel stupid for saying this. I watched the show Legacies. It's like my one young adult oh, yeah. TV show. The I accidentally watched it. Spinoff, yeah. Yeah. I've never watched any of the others. I've only seen really? this. Yeah. And I honestly, I'm not interested in it, but I accidentally started watching Legacies and just like, I'm, I, I can't say I like it, but I want to know what happens. So it's like, it's not even a love-hate. It's just, it's happening. So... Um, one of the characters, she becomes like evil and she has, uh, she like puts her magic into a coin because it's like too tempting to like become super powerful. Mm -hmm. That would be him. Ah, interesting. I think it would get to his head, not get to his head, but God Lord, like anyone who cuts him off hexed. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Done. <laughs> oh man definitely not a wiccan because threefold law nope not an option <laughs> oh man yeah no it, it, honestly though he'd probably be more of like the pagany type where no, no like actual witchcraft-ish kind of things mm-hmm. but like the little, the little, like, I don't know. He already has, there's things about him that are almost are witchy, but not like they say, you know, to add bells to your door to like mm-hmm. keep negative things away. He's always had bells on the front door. Oh, he doesn't have a reason for it. At least that he says he just likes them there. Just likes them there. Yeah. Um. So that's, <laughs> we kind of keep up with that. Um, and he made for our, what used to be our living room is now our dining room, this big, um, rune. Oh, it's the protection room. And he like went on his own and found which one. And if you ask him, I don't know, I just picked it. (laughs) But like, he picked the one for like home and protection on purpose. He's like a witch and he doesn't know it. It's like super secret. (laughs) Don't say the word. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. I like that. Oh, all right. Is there anything, any other prompts that we should do? So I should talk about. Um, I don't know. Well, maybe like since we are at the end of the year of all the topics that we've gone over, um, have you had any favorites? Have you had any that like were surprising mm. or just enjoyable? Well, the Veronica Varlow episode aside, that one was just so fun. That um, was. That one's going to be like in my top three yeah. episodes of this year, favorite episodes. Um, I really liked Protective Magic. Mm-hmm. And that was a fun one. That was a really fun one. Um, Chaos Magic mm-hmm. in the t- in our Types of Witches series. That one was awesome. I I think a lot of people 
resonated with that too. We got so much feedback yeah. from that and a lot of chaos, which is writing in after we, um, you know, aired that episode and, and not so much maybe referring to the episode, but like, I just realized a lot of people who are writing in were just like, hi, and I'm a chaos witch. And I'm like, oh, we made the chaos witches feel real welcome. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to think of like maybe a third one, but those are the two that come to mind. Um, what? Let me think. What's what's an ethical? I, I always love when we do our ethical ones. Um, but it's been a while, actually, since we've yeah. done. I think it, the last was, wait was the last one in May. Research and accountability. I thought Ooh, we maybe. did one after that, but I, we do have a big one coming up next year. Yeah. For ethical. Mm-hmm. We know you'll love the ethical episodes. Yeah. But, um, I, oh, ancestral magic. Oh, yeah. A- ancestor veneration, which is funny because all of those three, maybe it's just because, because they were so recent that I'm remembering them, but mm-hmm. those have been the ones that have happened in the, like, the last half of this year. Yeah. Yeah, I and I agree. Those were, I think, really great ones. I always like when we can create an episode that we get a lot of feedback on because mm-hmm. you know how much it resonated with people. Um, and obviously, like, we can also see, um, you know, how many downloads and whatnot first. So we can get an idea of what people really like. But yeah, um, just the people actually writing in. I always love um, and I think those were super popular. I also liked the the Fool's Journey. Oh yeah, that one was great. I really like that one too. Oh damn. Yeah. I might I might bump off um <laughs> Chaos Magic for that, actually. <laughs> uh that one was a great one. I'm trying to think what else we did. I think we never really think of like our spooky ones. The one we like just did, I had a really good time. Yeah, you know, that one was, was so fun. I think just like the chemistry of our two stories. Yes. Perfectly, right? Yeah, um, it really did. And nothing too heavy either. I think maybe that's why I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like discussing, you know, the, what it was, what do we call it? The real world universe. Yeah. Real life yes. universe. <laughs> it's all, wow, it all connects. The you. <laughs> um, and you know what's so funny is that uh, Gavin's mom actually was like listening to your coverage of the Patty Hearst. Oh, really? Yeah. So we, yeah, we um had dinner with his family last week, and she's like, "Oh, Maria, like I was listening to." your podcast and I'm like oh like which episode she's like I was listening to the Patty Hearst one and she's like I actually like I remember when that was like part of the news and stuff and she said that we have she really liked our banter we have a great chemistry oh yeah she's like I didn't get to your part though I'm like oh that's okay Anne (laughs) oh no it's fine she's like I just didn't have a, a long enough drive I'm like that's okay um but yeah no it was uh it was really nice. It was really sweet. And I know that it is. Mackenzie has listened in. I think even um I don't I don't think I know. Even one of Gavin's cousins has picked up on the podcast and she 
was so sweet. She messaged me saying, she's like, oh my God, I love your podcast. Which is. That's so special. No one I know has said anything except for Brianna. But Brianna's that Leo friend. So she's going (laughs) to give it a listen. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. We have another friend too that. Um, it was, it was just, okay. So, so sweet. Um, I was talking about the house earlier in this episode. I mentioned Uh it and when we were starting to like actively house hunt, like we put in our very first offer on another home that we did not get, but Uh I just was like surprised of how much my witchiness, I guess, is rubbing off on my friends ever since I embraced it. I find that my friends have started embracing, you know, different spiritual practices too. Mm -hmm. And when I told my, I like, I have like a little text group and I'm like, oh, so we just put an offer in, everyone send good vibes. And then I got this like private text from my friend Mariah and she's like, I wrote it in my intentions journal for you guys. And she took a photo and she has she has an altar pretty much. I don't think she knows it, but she has right. this whole altar set up where she has these trinks, trinkets and this, these candles and then like the, her journal that's open and you can see how she wrote in, you know, a list of different things. And one of them was like that Gavin and Maria found, find a house that's like perfect for them or find a house Aww. that they're happy with or something like that. Um, which I mean, Hey, even though we didn't get that particular house, we did get, you know, find our home, like, right. days after we put that offer in. And Aww. thank God we rejected from that first house um, because we really did find a great home for us. But, yeah, yeah that, and then I remember, like, gifting Marie um, her first set of Oracle cards. And it was the um, Roots and Wings card by Katie Riles. Mm-hmm. beautiful like especially if like you really connect with like a lot of nature-based stuff and the art is very like watercolory so I actually I have that deck myself and when she was visiting one time like a year ago um, I did a reading for her and she just fell in love with the deck really connected with it for her birthday I got her the deck and she does readings all the time now it's just, I don't know, it's just so great. And, like, you know, I, I visit Marie and Darren's spot, and they have, like, this piece of selenite on top of their door frame. I don't know if you've, you noticed it last yeah. time you were there. Yeah, like, they've just, you know, it's been really cool to to see kind of, like, the ripple effect of yeah me having this podcast. And I have really great friends. Thanks for your support, guys. And Aww. it's cool that, you know, that they're exploring their own witchiness as well yeah i love that i don't really have that but i love that 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 exists (laughs) (laughs) well i mean but you you do have that maybe not with like your friends but like but our this is what we give our Our listeners, listeners you know yeah and we we love hearing from you guys like when you guys write to us like our on our dms or you email us um I don't know. It just, it really helps our fire, you know, just to keep on going. Yeah. Cause I'll be honest. Really like I've, I've been a little fatigued this, the last few months, I think with just everything yeah. going on and that it's been hard to keep up with the podcast in the way that we once did. 
like earlier mm-hmm. this year or something. Um, but those things remind me and like really get me going, like motivate me to yeah to keep working at it. Absolutely. And I think that's also, I think what prompted our conversation about taking a break is one, just the necessity with the season and our, our jobs. We need to, we need yeah. to, in order to, you know, live, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think we're also just, I don't want to say we're one of the few. I know a lot of podcasts take breaks from time to time and we've just been like, let's go, let's keep going. Yeah, we have. If we take a break, it's like a week. Yeah, a little over a week, maybe. Um, and so I, I think this is the perfect time for us to recharge and um, kind of begin again in a new year with maybe renewed goals. Um, I don't necessarily know goals is the right word, but um, goals, yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. different new intentions, um, and. I know for, for me, cause I do write, I, I write a lot of notes. Um, I've been so scatterbrained that I've written, I don't know. I think I have like six different episodes that I've started. Oh, wow. None of them finished. Cause I keep like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's maybe it's the curse of Gemini. My interest keep change is like mm. changing, and I try to just focus on one. But because of everything else going on, yeah. it just it makes it so hard. Right. Um, and um, I think having a break and coming back to it is is perfect because it's just needed, and we want to be like on our A game for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, our listeners would agree, especially if, you know, I'm sure you guys have noticed that our episodes haven't been like right on time as they have been in the for the Mm -hmm. majority of the life of this podcast. On the last few months, we've just kind of been getting these episodes out when we can. Like we still get them out every week, but it's not always on Wednesday. Right. Like how we always aim to (laughs) to do. Yeah. Um, And I think it's just, you know, we've both been. There's so much going on in both of our lives and our work, uh, you know, is we work for the same company. If anyone else, mm-hmm. you know, missed that. But um, it's it's a very busy time for our company. Yeah. <laughs> and even though we're in totally different departments, it's affected both of our departments. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think it's definitely something that's needed. And um, I think it would actually be like a good. uh you know, good, good practice to keep up, you know, maybe doing a, like a little break biannually or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be good. Even if we don't yeah. feel we need it, I feel like it's sometimes it's good to just do it. Yeah. Um, I learned that in cognitive behavior therapy, kind of find where your limit is mm-hmm. and then bring it down a notch and then set a timer after so much time take no matter what take a break even if you're really into it step away take a break and i think um even for things like this that that can be good we're not going to set a timer but <laughs> setting a limit for let's go to this point take a breather come back yeah. so we could have like a yule break and a litha break yeah <laughs> or it's just like every six months we're just take a little breather this- 
the sun came out, Laura needs to adjust to the light. <laughs> and then we're back. Yeah. But I, I'm excited for it um, because I, it's not like we're not going to be doing anything podcast related during that time. I definitely am excited to take the time to sit and flesh out more, more episodes mm-hmm. and ideas. And um, we've got, I'm so excited for the topics that we have. I kind of (laughs) decided, we haven't even discussed it, but I decided that I think next year, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's time to just go ahead and start the tarot series. Yeah. We've talked about it for so long. People have been asking We really have. We have. So we'll be getting into not just tarot, but some of the things that lead up to it, like numerology, just in general, because that's kind of its own topic. Mm -hmm. Um, The court cards in and of themselves, not even just like if this comes up in a reading, this is what it means. But like there's it's so much more involved than that. Um, And then getting into kind of branching off of court cards. Some of the more witchy topics that are coming up. A lot of people are doing like inner child work. Mm. And you know, oh, I, that's what you were hinting at in, in yeah. the intro. Yeah. Yep. Inner child, um, not just inner child, inner self, different parts of your life and how that connects with, you know, obviously that's a psychology thing, but it is also a witchcraft thing. It does tie in with tarot. Um, but that that's going to be a really fun topic to get into. Awesome. I'm I'm excited. excited. We have so many awesome like episode topics slated for next year. Um, But we do have one more episode for 2021 and it'll be our spooky Mm -hmm. episode. Actually two. Technically, because we have the listener. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And then the listeners will come out right before our last, last episode. Yes. So our very last episode will be a spooky episode and I will have true crime, right? Right. Yes, and I will yeah. have a paranormal, and I'll try and make it worthy of listening to before the break. I yeah. keep y'all spooky until we come back. And same, I'm gonna try to see if I can find anything December-y. I'll say that much. Yeah, I'll. I like for a moment had an idea of like, you know, I have a ghost in my house. What if I do like, um. Not ghost hunting, but like track everything that happens for a week and then report it, but it's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> He's quiet. <laughs> I'll get an EVP po- and call He's it. He's a very done. polite roommate, it seems. He is. Yeah. He's a good guy. Oh, Bob. We like Bob. I'm fairly certain, though, there's a kid. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, I had one person tell me that there was a young boy who he didn't die here. He fell from a tree and went to the hospital and died there. Oh. And then I did. I was thinking about him once when I was outside and found this little toy. It's like a cowboy and his legs bent bow out like it fits on a horse or something. But it's really yeah. old looking. Oh. I'll have to post I'll, I'll have to send you a picture because it just Ooh. It looks really old, and I don't know. It just kind of... That gave me chills. When she she mentioned a little boy, it made me think, like, maybe closer to... Not when the house was new, but 
I don't know, like 40s, maybe 30s or 40s. Oh, yeah, that's maybe even 50s. That makes it old. I know, like that's, that's 80 years ago. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and this thing toy where, just like, looks like that. It's that thing where I still think the 50s were 50 years ago or like the 90s yeah. were 10 years ago. I just, it hasn't really registered in me that we're 20 years into the new millennia i'm just stuck in 2000 i had such a hard time watching the beatles documentary because i'm like wait they're how old now because like you're watching them back in the late 60s and right like i know they're they're older but like they were born in the early 40s mm-hmm. they're that old <laughs> well you know really? what i was thinking of um was how like just how relative, like the relativity of time or whatever, mm-hmm. like um, how the the like that fun fact, like little tidbit thing about how Cleopatra's lifetime is oh, closer yeah. to ours than when the Great Pyramids were built, right? Or how when we look back to say the nineteen fifties. And we, st- I, we, I don't know. For me, I'm like that's still like close enough. I mean, obviously, it's it's been seventy years, but it's still close enough ish. And for the the 1950s, that was the fucking 1880s. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't. I, my brain hurts. I, I think I broke it. It's- I can't do it. <laughs> It's weird. It's so weird to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should probably wrap up. Um, yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We know that it was kind of like, off you know, uh, very, very off the cuff, but we hope you enjoyed it. This is more, more or less what our cauldron side chats are like. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have like a very general prompt and then we just chat about it. Yeah. I mean, you had like kind of, you know, three-ish different prompts for us to kind of go through. Oh my God, but yes. The other one was supposed to be, what kind of cryptid would you be if you were cryptid? I don't... Ooh. I remembered at the very end. <laughs> okay. Like, welcome to the lightning round. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> if I were a cryptid, I feel like... I mean, hmm. or like Fuck. cryptid or just some sort of paranormal creature, folklore mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I'd like to think like when I am like a ghost, I'll be like a really nice grandma that, you know, watches over you. But if I were like a s- paranormal being other than just a human ghost... Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I would be maybe um a. I'm trying to think, like maybe like a. I don't want to say fairy, because fairies mm-hmm. are kind of like they. You don't you don't want to fuck with them, and I'm friendlier than that. <laughs> so I almost kind of like we we covered puck wedgies. Uh-huh. They're pretty solitary, and people have very, like, a lot of stories the, where... the big where, bellies. 
Yeah, I like my chub. <laughs> I love that. Can you say warm in the winter? But, you know, a lot of those stories are like, oh, they're very dangerous. As But there's also some stories where they're just kind mm-hmm. of there. They, they they like to keep to themselves, but man, I don't know. I'll say Pukwudgie because that sounds fun. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I would really like to fly, though, so right. maybe like a Thunderbird or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flying would be super cool. I... I actually feel like I'd have to look up some more things because I don't think I know enough to have like a like this is happening or you die kind of answer (laughs) but i kind of like the idea of being a banshee oh i see that i'm not surprised (laughs) you really like like when we when we when we covered the banshee you covered it yeah i could really tell you were vibing (laughs) with what you were saying look she screams (laughs) <laughs> people are scared of her but she's not scary like yeah you don't want to you, you it's i don't sad know some depictions some depictions she's naked headless and holding a bowl of blood so <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it that's sounds just like, like a-, a good time to me <laughs> <laughs> all right so we got banshee we got puck wedgie two very different creatures but we'll hang out we'll hang <laughs> i like it i like it I was going to say, um, Gorgon, maybe. Oh, yeah. Just something, like, spicier, just something with bite. Yeah. I can be sassy. You guys don't know because I'm nice to you, but I can be really fucking sassy. (laughs) All right. I I just was, because Graham's standing in the kitchen, I'm looking at him, and Mm -hmm. I already want to assign him Mothman. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Mothman and a banshee. It's mm-hmm. yeah, true love. Gavin would be like if um, what's that? The Yule kids. Oh, he'd, yeah. he would just beat them. Oh God! They- <laughs> Frau, Frau, what's her face? Her kids. Yes. Um, we God, talked we about it last, last year, year. <laughs> for the Yule episode, the Yule cryptids. But yeah, that's he would collectively be the Yule kids. He would Yule children. I I just don't see that. Yeah, Frau something. Um, I don't know. Graham could also be Belschnickel. I could see that too. I'm just thinking of Dwight's Belschnickel. Like I cannot <laughs> separate the image now. Whenever I hear hear Belschnickel, oh Chia, the Yule lads, the Yule lads. There it is. Yeah. Chia or fear, Belschnickel is here. <laughs> I judge your year as admirable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favorite episode of The Office. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. That was our lightning round for cryptids. We're going to wrap and up now this episode. We're done. Now we're really <laughs> done. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, again, we mentioned Patreon. And if you'd like to be part of our Patreon community, get those monthly bonus episodes of our Cold Inside Chats, Creepy Stories with Laura, Readings with Laura, um, as well as that goodie that's en route, the Witch's Annual Compass. 
year's compass i don't know we'll see what it's called once i publish it (laughs) but if you'd like access to all those benefits and more you can find us on patreon.com slash the new witches follow us on social media at the new witches pretty much everywhere and as we mentioned we have our listener stories episode coming up we do that every 13th of the month so to submit your listener story or question and it can be anything whether you have a question for us maybe you have a witchy story a spooky story some sort of true crime story i don't know we love to hear it anything it is a wild dream whatever you can go to our website thenewwitches.com and go to our contact page um and you can fill out the submission form there you can also email it indirectly to thenewwitches at gmail.com and lastly we have a google voicemail box so you can call in we'll feature the recording of your voicemail on the podcast you have up to three minutes to leave your story slash question and the phone number for that is 707-559- 8111. Um, and please continue to support the podcast, whether that be continuing to listen. Thank you so much for listening um, or telling your friends and family, uh, but definitely rate and review us if you have the time. And if you can, it definitely helps us in our kind of understandings and we'd really appreciate it. That's another really great way to, to help yeah. us out. We hope that you guys have a great December, whatever it is that you celebrate, whatever December means to you. Happy holidays. Uh, We'll be back at you with a listener story episode soon, as well as our last Mm -hmm. spooky episode of the year, which will be our last episode of the year, period, until we are back on December 12th. January. Um, That's what I meant. January 12th. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Whatever that Wednesday is, it's 11th or the 12th. But yeah. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah. And that's our show. Stay witchy. Keep it creepy. Bye. Bye.